Yeah, hello people, my name is Fresh, aka Samba, aka your baby's favorite boy, aka Elvino, aka Baba, aka Chief, aka Everything Good. And you're welcome to the Classic Overdrive podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Classic Overdrive podcast. My name is Christy. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you're welcome. And to my returning listeners, you're welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast again. So guys, today I have an amazing guest. But before I get into that, I just want to say Ramadan Karim to all my Muslim listeners. Today I have an amazing guest with me. He's a singer, songwriter. Well, he's not singing or writing a song. He hustles and also is a cook. He's one of the best cook ever. And when he's not busy cooking in the kitchen is busy going after your girlfriends so he's a ladies man so guys ladies and gentlemen with me here i have elvino <laughs> yo first of all i have to correct you i'm not going after anybody oh guys you have to hide your girlfriends because no, this guy <laughs> like who has no no for real, who has like two thousand or five thousand contacts on your whatsapp definitely not me <laughs> just what does that tell you when okay, it, yes it is not it is not it is not only girls that are on my contact well 80 percent females Okay, seventy. Let's say like fifty-five percent. You see, guys. You see the percentage. <laughs> the higher percentage is still that of the female yeah, but I'm population. Straight. I know you are straight. That's why yes, you have so, lots of them. Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> Girls are beautiful, girls are nice, girls are life. Hide your girlfriends. <laughs> no. Hide them and your wives too, right? <laughs> yes, hide your wives too, guys. Oh my god, no, no. Mm-hmm. Do not hide your wives. Okay, your girlfriends. Your Not sisters, even your girlfriends. Your aunties. Probably your sister. I, I, need, I need a wife. You need not, a wife. Not a girlfriend. Single ladies? Yes. What, what do you look for in a woman? Just be good. Just be you. Just, just be, be good. Just be an African. Just What do you mean just be an African? Just be the African woman that we know. That our generation... What do you know? <laughs> our generation are not living the life that our parents used to live. Okay. So just be you. Just be natural. You get, okay. There's no need to bleach. There's no need to have 10,000 makeups on your face. <laughs> not every girl uses you know? makeup. So just be real, you know, okay. and I'll be okay with that. That is enough. So you want a natural girl with no makeup and a girl that no, doesn't no, bleach? I, I, can, I can go with makeup, okay. but please do not bleach. Not every girl bleaches, FYI. Sometimes I feel like people just have to bring out their true colors. Not with bleaching though, but you know, you know at, <laughs> taking at some care point, of your skin. At some point, it is not necessary because you should be proud of yourself however you are, you know. Because at the end of the day, we, are, we actually do not care about the skin color and all that. So, okay, what's your spec? Besides being African. Just be pretty, you know. Hey. Get some yash for me. Oh, my God. PG-18? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you heard it from the man himself. He's single, he's searching, and he wants a typical African woman. So, yeah. Did I say I'm searching? No, I'm not. You said sure. you wanted a wife. I, I want a wife. wife. That means you're I want searching. a wife and I'm not searching. Okay, so is she going to fall from heaven or just drop I think I, I... <laughs> Oh, he has options to choose from, so he's not searching. I guess, searching, I guess so. Guys, like I said, hide your girlfriends. No. You have options, but you're still getting more girls. No, I, I don't want more girls. Sure. Yeah. You're sure. I, I think uh, I know who I'm looking for. Oh. And... I think he already has her. He's just too shy to be that out yet. That's what I think. Like, she's already somewhere in the corner. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least, but the good thing is, mm-hmm. I know who I'm looking for, and I it is just left for me to go for what I want. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm not gonna push <laughs> any for that. How was your week, Elvina? My week has been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you been up to? I have been working on a new project. Ooh, like I said, he's a musician, a songwriter, he's mm-hmm. everything, a hustler, all round. <laughs> is your plugs plug? 
I'm your pimp pimp. Anything you want, if you want. I don't know. It's just not someone that knows something. I don't yeah. know. It's just that guy. Call me. Call me for anything and anything. Guys, you, you can know, hear that. You know? <laughs> it's just, I think for me, my week has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I have very amazing, beautiful female friends. Like, I don't know what else to say. If I really had money, I would just get them lots of gift baskets. And speaking of gift baskets, guys. I want to meet them. You want to meet? Oh my God, guys. I'm hiding my friends <laughs> from this one. I am hiding my friends. Definitely not. But I know few of them anyway. Mm. I know few of them. And you know a few of my friends? I guess. Guys, I'm not very my friends, sure. please, guys, stay <laughs> safe. You need to stay safe. <laughs> so, guys, I have a friend. She has a company called Oldies Basket. And she is um, into curating gift baskets for different occasions. If you're having a baby shower, if you're having a birthday party, you want to surprise your loved ones. And even for my Muslim listeners, she has gift baskets for you guys. You guys can get your gift baskets. She delivers on Wednesdays and Fridays for your iftar. You know, as a Muslim and you want to break or you want to give that Muslim sister a nice gift. This is Muslim sister you want to surprise mm. or you want to enjoy yourself with some fruit and stuff. She makes such gifts baskets. So guys, please check out Olive's basket on Instagram and she's going to help you with whatever you want. Whatever it is you want, guys. So please make sure you guys check her out. Any part of Nigeria, preferably Lagos, she does um, nationwide delivery. So guys, make sure you guys place your orders to Olive's basket. You can find her on Instagram at Olive's basket. So guys, that is it. So back to you, Elvino. Mm-hmm. So do you Samba. guys know how long have you been in Kenya for? Like, I mean, I've been I've been in Kenya for like uh, five to six years. That's kind of correct because I I've been in Kenya for almost five years. Five to six. No, you've five not been here. Six. You've been I met you here and you had already graduated, oh, yeah. right? No, I had not. For real? I had not. I had deferred. You deferred. Yeah. Mm. So, so how long have you been here? Meru, I've been in Meru for like uh, five, five, six. So. In Kenya, in total, Nairobi. Yeah, seven. seven years. Yeah, yeah. This guy speaks yeah. very fluent Swahili. <laughs> For those of you who do not know, Swahili is the language spoken in Kenya, some East African countries. So, like, when he speaks Swahili, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I feel so embarrassed by that. In this country, and my Swahili is very. It of has course, of course. Pulls. Like, I uh-huh. think uh, it comes with interest, you know, because it actually depends with the people you deal with at the same yeah, time. Yeah, my real. Oh, true, true. Yeah, because, like, uh, I mingle a lot with Kenyan guys. And. So most of them actually speak Swahili. Mm-hmm. And like when I first came to Kenya, I asked them not to be, like most of them, I asked them not to be speaking in English. Oh, so you basically I, told I, them not I, to. I challenged myself with that. Oh, nice. So before, I, I think I stayed in Kenya for two years and then I was getting Swahili properly. Wow. My second year in Kenya was getting Swahili properly. You know, anytime I go outside and I don't understand some Swahili words, someone just tells me, I can't just be like, Kelvin, no, he speaks Swahili. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that road. First yeah, of all, my yeah. roommate is not even Kenyan and she speaks English a lot. Of we, we, she's then, a lot of we, we. She's a you guys should person. speak Swahili. Make sure you get a Swahili roommate as well. You I can get another roommate. Three roommates. That's too much for me. No, it's not going to be too much. You can get a guy. Why, why, why do I have to get a guy? <clears throat> I'm not gonna put my love life out there. I don't need a male roommate. I think I'm perfectly. Maybe fine. You talk to your roommate. Maybe she would want one. No, no, wait. Oh, I can okay. offer to be your roommate. <laughs> Guys, there he goes again. <laughs> so, what part of Nigeria do you come from? Man, this nigga is from Calabar. I think, mm, you know. That's why you can cook. <laughs> like, that's why. They have this trait of cooking. Like, you know, like, I believe, basically, an average Nigerian guy must at least have not that all. cooking skill. Not all. An average Nigerian guy. An average, know? okay. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I believe it also comes to your family as well. Because I'm from a family of seven. It's guys and only one girl. Good, I can imagine the so, struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Is she the so, last born? 
No, she's not the last She's what one. position in the mm, family? One, two, three, four. Four? Mm -hmm. Do you protect her from guys? Uh, I guess that used to happen when she was still in high school. So you got, I remember so I, there was that time my elder brother used to like bully some guy. And we could say that, you know, because the <laughs> guy would always come to our house, you know, wants to be friends and stuff like that. But, you know, as a grown-up, you already know what this guy is up to, you know. So my bro was an elderly person by then, so he used to ask that guy off the compound, you know. Wow. So wait, um, at what age did you start dating girls? Man, I've been a very good boy for... Oh, everyone is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen up. Okay, I, my first girlfriend was when I was in high school. Yeah, just three. I'm sure you were not even 16. I wasn't up to 16. Can you imagine? Why is it like that for guys? Guys can actually I think I was date 12, people 12, 12, at the age yeah. of 12. But when your sister starts having girlfriends yeah, at 12, you yeah. guys pack. Why? That girl had stressed me. Shit. <laughs> it was called Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Oh my god. I was asking this girl out for from JS3. Then we started dating when I was in SS1. That's like from one. So that was when we started dating. And then we dated for two years. Wow, in high school. High school, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But then man, I, I just need to be I'm one open nigga. I'm one open mm -hmm. boogie. I tell my stories and I'm not scared about anything. Okay. While I was dating the Jenny, I cheated on her. With oh god, in high school, guys. Yes. Calabadi. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, I cheated with a chick called Abigail, and then then Abigail used to be a family friend, and we were in the same school. Yeah, like everyone in my house knew Abigail was my girlfriend, not knowing she was she was not my main girlfriend. So there's a main chick and a side chick. And a side chick was known by like everyone in the house. But then, okay, when I mean everyone, my mom, my dad were not aware of that. It was only my siblings, you know. Uh, my bro Basil and then my sister also knew about it because she had this habit of coming to check on my sister every now and then oh, the next story that act like you know wife material. You know, yeah <laughs> they could always like have their time together and deep down I knew okay she's my girlfriend and then she's just coming to the house for my sake, not because she wants to be with my sister. Oh hey god. So, so she was trying to get through your sister to Yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jenny found out, I guess she found out, yeah, because there was this time we had a, a breakup and it was not a very good one. And then, you know, when you break up and then you're trying to like make things right and all that, you had to impress her and... You were trying to impress Jenny again? Of course. After cheating on her? Of course. Were you still with Abigail at the time? No. Oh. Abigail, okay, like Abigail knew I was dating Jenny even before we started. All so, she was years. a comfortable side chick? I can say that, yes. I'm sorry, Abigail, if you're listening to this, but I believe <laughs> ah, it's been years, man. You should understand. Yeah, of course, right now, she, I guess uh, she has a kid. She's married. I don't know if she's married. I don't know. But there was a time this, my cousin sent me a photo of Abigail and a kid. And I was like, you remember this, your chick now? Abigail, you don't remember her? Then I didn't, <laughs> I even know her. She's all grown. Yeah, she, I guess she's okay now. And what, even if she listens to this right now, I believe she will understand. So who was your first, first love? Jenny was my first, 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 first love. We still talk. Guys are so complicated. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I really do not understand. Okay, so like, I don't know. I don't know if I should say it because it was... I don't know if I should... Make Make it look like it was because uh, I was a, a teenage guy. And then when I, I think uh, when I was, I say an adult, I fell in love with another chick. Who I, I feel like if we go into this guy's love life, we would never leave this place. Because <laughs> I can imagine. I yeah. can imagine the broken hearts. Yeah, so no. Jenny actually left me, Abigail. Okay, drama, drama, drama. Then she wrote, okay, is, okay, this, it's fine, it's fine, it's you okay. You know, you know, so. <laughs> so what's your, what's your position in the family? Are you the first bird? No, second, second last. What? Mm -hmm. 
I'm the second last. Okay, so um, how what was it like growing up with lots of siblings, lots of drama, lots of fights, and all that it stuff? It was always nice because I can it's say, nice. yeah, it was because you tend to grow around people who already knows what they expect of you. You know, they can guide you through anything, like uh, school wise, career wise, building you as a as a human and as a guy. Okay. You know, because it was easy for me because I was also one of the boys in the house because uh, my elder brothers were. Of course, you know, they are guys, you know. So it will not be hard for them to guide me on growing up to be a guy, you know, to be a man, you know. The only person who was struggling was my sister. I can imagine. I'm sure she was, like, trying to act like a girl and trying to, you know... Because you know how brothers can be. They just punch yeah. you and they expect you to act so normal. And I'm like, I'm not a boy. <laughs> Let's get it right. I'm not a but boy. But she was too girly. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think it's was. a crime. Yeah. How yeah, do you guys course. have a problem with that? When you a girl know? is too girly yeah. and she's surrounded by boys? You know. Yeah, okay. But she was, uh, she's also a very nice person. Mm-hmm. But she was lazy. She could She was us. lazy. Of course. My sister doesn't used to cook. She doesn't do anything. I feel like I see myself in her. Who likes yeah. cooking? Come on, when you have lots of brothers, it's like the life. You have to. My mom used to like understand her more than any other. There was this time she was rained on and she was crying. Everyone woke up in the house. She's such a sweet soul. She sounds like a sweet person. Ah, she was crying that day. I can't. I can't forget that day. Okay, so do you want to tell us more about yourself? What yeah, you do? I think, uh, okay, basically I do music. Mm-hmm. Music is life. I play football. I do some very nice art as well. Yeah, guys, um, if you go to his house, <laughs> he's like a decorator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do art, but these days I've been lazy, but I don't know. I think yeah, I'm just I'm just blessed. I give thanks to God because there are so many things I can do easily without stressing and all that. It's not about me. It's not all to me. I give all the glory to God because there are people who struggle to do like one thing at a time, but... I have the abilities and the knowledge to do like so many things. Like I can go to football training when I'm back in the evening. I can write a song in a in the space of let's say two three hours. Wow! You know, so I still it is easy for me to balance all those things. The balance just comes naturally. Um, would you say anything inspired you to start doing art, music, and all that stuff? For music, I've always been writing music uh, ever since I was in high school. But then I've never like taken it serious. You know, it's always been just for fun. But then when I got to Kenya and there was a day I was writing a song, I was actually in the hostels. And then one of my friends, who was a footballer, he was like, yo niggas, you go record this thing. I was like, ah, me, I'm just doing it for fun. He was like, no, this is not for fun. Just try, put, just take a step, just record. I went to the studio, I met with a producer. He was like, okay, fine, let's hear what you can do. So when I did the song, it was nice, you know, the producer actually liked it. And he was like, this is your first time doing music. I'm like, yeah. I was like, this is amazing because like, even with the experienced guys, some people struggle to do so many things. But you've done it so easy. So I think uh, it was just out of the blues. It's just like a natural talent. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, before we go back to your music career, what was it like coming to Kenya, your experience so far? You know, it's kind of hard leaving home to a foreign country yeah. and stuff like that. So how was the whole transition in moving? It was easy because mm-hmm. immediately when I finished my high school, mm-hmm. I got into a football uh I picked my footballing career Mm -hmm. and it has always been away from home, you know. So I started living away from home for when I was, I think, because I finished my high school earlier than any other person. Mm -hmm. Because when I was in JS, sorry, SS2 Mm -hmm. was when I was asked to go do my work, you know. Okay. So immediately when I finished, Mm -hmm. I moved out of, I think I was 17. Yeah. So when I finished, I just went out outside where we used to live. And then it was always like a challenge for me 
immediately when I moved out. But when I started getting to know new people, making new friends and stuff like that, it became so easy because I realized that is where my life lies, you know, getting to meet people, making new friends, because I actually, like, believe more in people than what I can do. How do you try to socialize? Like, I see you're a very good social butterfly. I feel like when you work with this guy, just try to... I don't know, put on earphones because like a hundred around people say hi. Elvino! <laughs> Elvino! <laughs> the, social, the social life is just so, I mean, okay. It's so <laughs> awkward. Elvino! Samba! Oh, <laughs> <a> girl! <laughs> like, how do you manage to keep up social life here? It's easy. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't struggle to do it because I just feel like uh, it is okay to live with people again. Mm-hmm. It is very easy dealing with people because, and if that will be, it will be easy when you understand that everyone is different from you, mm-hmm. you know, because even with the challenges of mm-hmm. maybe getting to say hi, even when you're not in the right mood and stuff like that, you know, it, it teaches you to believe in other ways of life than just what is troubling you. Because it is not every time that you want to like say hi to people again, but with the nature of my own life and my lifestyle. I think uh, by now I'm used to it. So how did you get so popular? Like, I understand the fact that being a foreigner makes you stand out. But no, 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 to be honest, no. I am actually a foreigner, but yeah, yeah. I'm just lucky, lucky you know, low. You know. <laughs> it, it is just me, I guess. Because lots of people know me from music, mm. from football, mm. you know. So, and I I think I entertain a lot of, a lot of people, even outside my house and in my house. Mm. There's no day you lack like five to ten people in my house daily. I can't actually do that. Like, five <laughs> people in my house. Okay. No. There's some days I have up to 15 people in my house. 15? Yeah, there was a day I had over 15 people in my house. Hey, you're really such a person. I feel good about it. I feel that is where my life lies, you know. Because in a day, if I don't have friends around, I feel like something is wrong. Wow. Yeah. That's like my normal life. Not seeing <laughs> someone come to say hi to me for one week. I feel very normal. Like, it's so okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, for me, I feel like... Uh, there's something wrong. I will actually call like few of my niggas. Mm-hmm. You where you guys? And we come to the house, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. How has it been so far? You stay in Kenya. Troubles, harassment. You know, being a Nigerian has its yeah. own perks. You know, I feel like when you are a Nigerian, it makes you makes you have the good side and the bad side. Of course, yeah. People appreciate you yeah. and the fact that you're Nigerian. Some people just don't like you for yeah, some yeah. reasons yeah. because you're Nigerian. Because when they hear the word Nigerian, they hear four yeah, yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. hear karma. They hear also some. They just see all sorts of things. They see first as camera. I don't know. Yeah. Is this stereotype when you're a Nigerian? Exactly. So how do you cope with all of that? How has it been for you being a Nigerian in a foreign country? And so far, so good. Since you know, you stayed so long in this yeah, country, yeah, so yeah. how has it been? Man, what I can say is, uh, first of all, being a Nigerian is a crime. Yes, you know? I actually it agree. It is. Being a Nigerian is a crime. Mm-hmm. And secondly, as long as you have your own life to live, you I can always say you have your own story to write. You get because I think I personally with whatever I've been able to do and the kind of life I'm living, I've been able to give some people a different image of being a Nigerian. Okay, because the the Elvino you know today, the fresh you know, the samba you know, it's not the Chinedu you hear about. You know, it's yeah. not the drug dealer you hear, True. and then it's not the bad guy that is trying to con you money and stuff like that. You know, I I feel it's it has always been a challenge, even till date. You know, there's some places you go like you go for shows and when people hear you're nigerian they're like 
this Nigerian people, you know. But then, this is just you trying to, like, show to the world what you can do, you know. But it's a challenge. You can't write that off. But personally, I think I've been able to manage it by just being me. Being you. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's hard to be you because sometimes... Like, I was in a cab one day and the guy just kept telling me all the negative things about being a Nigerian. And I was really trying so hard to prove a point that not all Nigerians are like that. It's always hard when you're trying to defend your country. It even gets to a point where you're tired. You just give up. Yeah, like, I you know, just be like, okay, fine. You know what? Say what you want to say. So, um, what inspires your song, right? And what inspires your music? Every of my songs has a message and they come differently. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need an inspiration because I'm inspiration by myself. I don't need other inspirations. Mm-hmm. If I look at my life, I can write a song. Challenges, good things, blessings, you know, moments. You know, mm-hmm. I can always write a song, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I need lots of inspiration from mm-hmm. anywhere. How would you describe your kind of music? I mean, I do very inspirational music. Not just to for this generation alone, but even for the generations. Yeah, to I listened to one of your songs. It sounded like that desire song. Yeah, yeah. It sounded so much like I got desire. Like yeah, I don't yeah, know how yeah. to explain it. <laughs> when you go to this typical traditional events, what's that sort of music called? It has a It's called uh it's just the Nigerian uh, high life. Like a high life. Like mm-hmm. I got the you know this <laughs> this so much traditional <laughs> vibe. I was like, okay, so you actually do such music besides, yeah. you know. Uh, when I did Desire, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about. Because mm-hmm. I, I just, okay, I don't discriminate anyone. Mm-hmm. Choose your sexuality. It is up to you, mm-hmm. you know. But that song was just a message to the world, you mm-hmm. know, at large, not just to any gender. Mm-hmm. But then, so many people, when they listen to that song, they're like, ah, you don't like gays, you don't like, you hate gays. I was like, no, I'm just putting in what I have in my head into arts you know mm-hmm. so listen to it feel inspired mm-hmm. you know don't just look at it as a from a different negative angle mm-hmm. you know look at it in a different perspective you know so desire desire is one of those songs anyone anyone listens to they get the message mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um how do you feel being a foreigner a nigerian in a different country and you are a musician you see i feel like kenyans have a different genre of music they love yeah. reggae they love i don't know how to describe the style of music so how do you try to make kenyans love your music because it can be so you know different music is a I don't want to say it's a tradition. Or if I say it's a tradition, then it is the world tradition. Music has more to do with the contents, the message, and than whoever is delivering the message you get. Because we listen to French music in Nigeria, in Kenya, but we don't speak French. We listen to Fali Pupa. We don't listen to, we don't understand French. Lingala. You know? But we still enjoy the vibe. We mm. still enjoy everything. So I think uh, Kenyans are people who actually like embrace music in a very big yes, way you get. Yes. so they don't want to know who you are where you come from as long as you're giving them the energy the right energy i guess you're always welcome you talked about being a foreigner and then all, when you like go to a show and people yeah, look like yeah, yeah. Ah, you're nigerian does it feel like you're in a competition or yeah, so, do you okay, get okay. hate do you get love what does this feel like being that there are people who actually feel like it is a competition because mm-hmm. some would not want to give a chance to perform and this is actually a show that you've been called you probably paid for and they'll start giving you excuses Mm -hmm. Like, there was this show I had in... I want to mention the place. So, it was time for me to perform. The MC was like, "Ah, you wait. We still have some people who want to perform. I was like, 
you know I've been paid for to be here. So if I'm not performing, if I go home, you guys will have to pay my balance. And if it exceeds the time that I'm supposed to be here without me performing, you're still going to pay me. He was like, yeah, you Nigerians, you have that uh, strong head wow. of just wanting to do things your own way. I was like, no, it is not being a Nigerian. It is working according to what has been written again. There was a program for an event. Do it as part of the program, you know. So he, it is very shameful to say he's one of the popular guys around. And then this is someone who people, a lot of people look up to again. So if a guy like that is uh, expressing such hate, it feels very disappointing you get that's yeah. quite weird you know being an MC and you, you know, know being a popular yeah. person what yeah. about other artists your you fellow know. artists do they also like feel threatened no like okay like some people don't actually really want to work with you because they feel like uh, your content you're so specific you know yes I I will not just come to do music because for the sake of the sound, you know, I have to be sure of my content. Mm. I have to be sure of my lyrics, you know. Yeah, despite the fact that we do, we sing about, like, the basic things as shit, you know. Mm. It is not okay for me to use some language in my music, you get. Oh, you actually just censor some words. In your yeah, yeah. Okay, in a way, some <coughs> songs these days are all about sex. And sex for yeah, yourselves, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. fair. Sex yeah, for I yourself. know, I know. Like, the thing is, I want my mom to listen to my music, you know. I want your dad, I want anyone to listen to my music, you know, and feel satisfied. You know, it is, yes, we will talk about the fine girls and stuff, you know. Of course, yeah. the ladies have to be there. Every mother has yeah, a beautiful yeah. daughter. And the so, mothers are also pretty, you know that, you right? Know, mm. You know, that is okay, you know, if we have this kind of content. But we will not have me talking about how we should smoke, how we should how we should have sex and stuff like that, you know, talking about the woman's body and stuff like that. I don't do stuff like that. So it feels like some people just want to have you in bring you to their circle of music you get like some niggas they just feel okay with any content they put out there again mm. but personally i feel like i i am very specific and i know what i want and if i'm not selling without sex then that's okay that's quite bold yeah if i'm not selling because i'm not making it look the way the world wants it to look like then i'm good as long as i'm giving out my message to the right audience so what was your first performance like and the oh, best my god. Mm-hmm. oh my god, oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh mm-hmm. my god. My first performance was actually in Kemo. Yeah, big up to Kemo. Anyway. Kemo is my yeah. university, yeah. guys. So, big up to Kemo, big up to all the staffs and students of Kemo. My first performance was in Kemo. And I was tense. <laughs> yes. So I feel like, yo, what are people going to look? What are they going to say? What will they talk about after the show? So I had this chick. She was my best friend then. A chick best friend. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Amanda, big up, big up, sugar. So Amanda was really encouraging. Yo, nigga, go and perform. I was like, okay, fine. We're going to do this. So while I was on the stage, I looked at the crowd. I saw Amanda. She was actually like looking at me smiling. So Only I was Amanda. Like, <laughs> That was my focus, you get? Okay. So that was my focus at that time. I know the crowd was big, you know. So I just looked, I saw Amanda, she was smiling. I got a lot of courage with that. Amanda smile. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda was just there. She was happy. She was I didn't care about the audience anymore. I was really satisfied with this person who is encouraging me, you get. I still have that story in my head, but I've never told her about it. You know, I got a lot of courage from Amanda that night. So after the show, she was like, mm, you have so many things to work on. I was like, yes, this is my first show on the stage. I was like, you were singing higher than the speakers and stuff. I was like, okay, fine. Next time I'm going to like adjust that. I was like, fine. Next time we'll just go together. I was like, fine. On stage. Okay, she was a good dancer. She okay. was a very good dancer. But she was kind of shy somehow. But once you encourage her to go to the stage, she'll do amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. <laughs> you heard of this guy himself. <laughs> Yes. So my best performance was uh I think it was Nairobi KU. Hey you. 
KU yeah. is Kenyatta University for those of you who don't know what KU is in Kenya. Yeah. It was KU and then uh, God, the audience was awesome. Big up KU, KU University. You guys are awesome, man. I love you guys. The audience was awesome. Like before I even got to the stage, <laughs> you know, you could see the vibe, you could see the crowd. I did my performance and then good enough, the Nigerian, um, Nigerian High Commission was there. So after the show, he was like, yes, and I did uh, Desire. Okay. Yes. So after the show, he was like... Oh, he liked the highlight. Yeah, okay. he liked Desire. Actually, when I was performing, he stood up. He was like, wow. He was just dancing. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> boss, let's have it, boy. Mm-hmm. So after the show, we met backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, outside the event when he was going to the car. So I, we just went to say hi with uh, Celestine. So he was like, "You, that song was yours? I was like, yes, sir. He said, why don't we see you on the TV? This, this is These are the kind mm-hmm. of music we should li- be listening to. I'm like, ah, so it's just time. We will just step by step. You will see us for TV. He was like, yeah, keep it up. And then so I got encouraged also, you know. that was I think that was my best performance. It was a show that was organized by some guy in Nigeria mm-hmm. called like Carlos. And your worst performance? My worst, mm-hmm. my worst performance was in... Oli's favorite. Yes, I guess it was in a show in Maua. Yeah, the sound was bad. <laughs> it was rain. So we got to the show. The show was supposed to finish at around the 1 a.m. And then we got to we got to Maua at around 11. And then they had still not like organized the show and the, the stage was not made. Everything was still like it was 9 a.m. in the morning. We got there and then the weather was not promising. In less than an hour, it started raining. And then I was like, yo, oh niggas, God. we have to leave. We have to go back to Mary. I need to sleep on my bed. So they were like, ah, you're leaving without performing. I'm like, no, 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 we didn't talk about this. You know, these guys started bringing in some dramas and like, no, wait, you're actually going to perform, you know, this. And then it is always very discouraging for you to get to a show and then the audience is very filthy, you get. So we, and then people had started going home because it was kind of cloudy. Then this organizer was like, oh, bro, you know what? You have to like chill a bit and then like just stay, talk to people. Like, no, me, I'm not talking to anyone. We have to go. So I had to talk to my manager and then immediately we left. And then on leaving, it was raining heavily on the road we had to park and then chill for the rain because the roads were not that very safe with that heavy rain so we got home we got to Maryland and yeah we went straight to the club yeah i didn't go to the house we went to the club chilled like the whole night i got home at around five in the morning speaking of clubs i see you go for club appearances how do you get to have such gigs like you just go there sit at the bar or you like have connections with the bar owners like how do you get such Okay, as, as some clubs calls you for appearances, you know, given that you have a good uh, fan base. Oh, you know, so that's what they so, look at. Yeah, so they'll call you, you, go to the club, make a poster. Sometimes you don't even need to perform, you know, just go to the club, you mm-hmm. know. Might be drinks on them, like you you get any drink you want and probably they pay your fare and all that. Some clubs pay better, some don't pay better and then, you know, being uh, an entertainer, you just have to, you know, entertain your people wherever it is, you know. Like for the clubs, sometimes you just get something tangible, sometimes you don't. It comes once in a while. Sometimes like right now with the COVID stuff, the clubs are not full. You still don't, you don't even feel like going even when you're called, you know. So the COVID has really affected a people's lot, businesses. How has it lot. been? How was 2020 for you? Glory to God, we are live, you know. But 2020 has written a very big page in our lives, you know, because so many people have lost their businesses. Some have lost their 
jobs, you know, some people careers are in the balance, you know, because of just that one year. Of course, we're still under that same the influence of 2020. 2020 has been a very huge challenge to every entertainer because you happen not to have gigs. There are no birthdays, there are no weddings, there are no actually there's no way you're like getting your jobs done. So it has been a very challenging year for everyone. So how did you get through it? I heard so many musicians talk about not having, you know, gigs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so basically streaming income. Do you make money from people just streaming your music? How of do you course, try yeah, to get yeah. cash? How yeah. do you guys make money from this music thing? Okay, music has a lot of ways to pay you. A lot of ways. You can get endorsements as much as as many numbers of companies as you can. You can be having shows every week, every now and then you get, and that still pays you. Your streaming can also always be paying you, you know, and we've talked uh, talked about uh, appearances and stuff like that. So you have so many ways of earning as an artist. Okay, so um, what is it now like in the entertainment industry, you know, um, the struggle, do you sometimes have to bribe, because I've heard people talking about bribing producers, bribing these organizers for shows, crazy stuff, and being a foreigner for that matter, like how does it feel producer drama you know all that crazy okay. stuff and, um, shooting a music video the whole struggle coming up with this coming up with that the budget and all that stuff in the entertainment industry how does it feel it's uh at times it's challenging at times it is easy because uh, when you talk about like uh having shows and stuff like that there's a there's an event organizer in nairobi who was telling me yeah i'll be getting events and you pay me okay i'll get 50% of your pay 50% and all that. of your hard work. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, bro, what's up? What you going to do? Like, I'm just going to be getting you events and stuff like that. I was like, okay, you go ahead, get the event. You, you told know? him to do that? Yeah. You know, okay, at the end of the day, money is not everything you get. Mm-hmm. This is my career. This is me living my happy life. Me being on the stage means a lot to me, you get. Me having shows means a lot to me. It means a lot to my growth, you get. So, if he's getting 50% of whatever I earn, he might earn 50%, but probably from that event, I might get something more than that 50% again. So I had no issue with that. I told him, okay, you go ahead. He talked to my manager about it. My manager was like, no, we're not doing that. I was like, you, nigga, let's rock this thing. So after the 50%, you pay your manager. How much money will you get? Come on. Okay, at times, mm-hmm. at times personally, I, I don't look into money so much when I'm doing my stuff. Whatever gives me happiness again. Because at the end of the day, yes, everybody wants to have this money. Everybody wants to be rich and stuff. But man, happiness is everything, you know just that piece you know so like when i have myself on the stage the joy i get i tend to even forget about how much you're paying me because these are people i'm entertaining imagine a thousand people being happy you get just because you're entertaining them and then maybe you're being paid like a thousand dollar again so it does not balance you get so i feel like i i prefer whatever i do let me do it out of my happiness out of the joy and satisfaction i will have rather than look so much into how much I'm gaining. As long as I'm not coming there and I'm not going at, lo- at a loss, yeah, me, I'm okay, I'll rock it. There's this stereotype about musicians having dreadlocks, piercings, lots of tattoos, earrings and stuff. And, you know, there's always this thing, people trying to fit in in the entertainment industry, especially if you're a performer and if you're a musician. You know this thing about looking rich and stuff? And some people even go as far as living a fake life just to impress their fans. What's your take on that and how do you try to, you okay, know... personally, music is an art again and yes i have tattoos mm-hmm. and i still as i i know i'm still going to have more tattoos do your tattoos have a meaning yes all of them has meaning all of them all of them <laughs> okay all of them. Mm-hmm. so and then i don't think it is okay for anyone to try to fit in just be yourself again mm-hmm. yes people have that stereotype i understand and like why do you have to pierce your ears why do you have to use tattoos and stuff like that this is something i love this is something i started i had i loved before
before I even engaged into music. Yeah. So I have always had my long hair ever since I was uh, I finished my high school. So it is not I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know about others because okay. everybody can <laughs> always speak for themselves. Yeah. So I don't feel like I was influenced by any artist or by music to have tattoos mm-hmm. and to have my hair slogged or have piercing, you know. So I don't buy that. Okay. Yes, for guys who like tend to live the fake life and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people want to be deceived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are living in a generation where so many people like tend to embrace the lies, you know, and the fake lives rather than you just being you. That is why I can come to your house. I can go anywhere with my cell pass. Mm-hmm. I can go with a t-shirt, a basic t-shirt, you know, mm-hmm. and don't feel bad about anything and don't feel like I owe anyone anything, you know. Yes, fine. If you have the money, rock the best. I, I buy my own things according to how much I earn, okay? So I don't have to fake it for anyone to like me. If you can't like the real me, then so be it. I, I don't think it is okay for me to fake it to impress anyone. Let's go to your lady side. <laughs> <laughs> the side where you attract lots of women. How oh do, you, my God. do you have like crazy female fans, amazing female fans, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ah, how do you even get these ladies? Like, what is this thing you say to them? How do you approach them? I don't say anything. You know how people say Nigerian men have sweet mouths? <laughs> Like you guys, you guys can deceive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. someone married, and then you're dating five other women with kids at home. Like, how do you guys do that? Like, how do you manage to you know, keep the ladies around you? Uh, listen, everybody knows their place in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone's place in my life. You know, you can be a friend and I can call you sweetheart. I can call you darling, sweetheart, how are you? Fine. Everybody wants to feel appreciated again. You look good, I will tell you. Yo, you look good. Even if you're walking with your boyfriend, I don't Even care. Even with someone's... Wow, yeah. I saw you to hide your, hide your women. No, it is not bad to appreciate people. How would again. you... Okay. <laughs> Even if you're walking with your boyfriend, I will tell you. You've never been threatened before? Nah, by who? By a guy? No, no, like no. Because it is okay to tell someone you look good, right? It's not a crime. Mm-hmm. That's not flirting. That's not flirting. No. Okay. Telling you, ah, madam, you look so nice. I like your dress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a bad thing. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a bad thing. Because if you don't make her feel good at that time that she's okay, when will you ever do that? Is it when she's well, dead? she's not your girl. She's, she's just, not my girl, She's not you know? your girl. So... Listen, I see grown-up women, like elderly women. You dress nicely. I tell you, mom, you're looking really good, you know? And you see an old woman just smile, just feels good about it, you know? It's not because she wants to be your girlfriend. Not because she's girl or not because I have any intentions mm-hmm. you know that is just how it is again so like I said everybody has their place in my life and they know it you're my friend you're my friend we're dating we're dating you know so the fact that I will call you sweetheart does not mean we are dating sometimes I have issues with names yeah I remember the day you called someone else a different name no don't talk about that that was unforgettable <laughs> like you know he has so many men in his life that it even mixes up their names no I don't he mix calls up you names. Jessica when you are your name is Anita <laughs> he calls no, you something else no like, no no I Listen, really listen, funny. <laughs> listen, that chick was called purity. Mm-hmm. And purity and charity are just almost the oh same God. words. Oh, God, how is purity and charity? It's just the rity. <laughs> yes. Just the you know, rity. <laughs> that chick was just a new friend. Okay, a new and, one. Yes, mm-hmm. she was a new friend. And then I didn't know her name like properly. Again. Mm-hmm. Out of 20 people I talk to in a day, I meet in a day, you know, it is always going to be hard to... 20 people meaning like 90% are females. Nah, this is my day. I wake up in the morning, probably start singing very loud in my compound and mm-hmm. people will start like... <laughs> and then after that, I go to my balcony, mm-hmm. chill. Mm-hmm. 
get some fresh air. If I have any other activities, I do. If I don't, before 10 a.m., I'll have a visitor in my house. Before 10 a.m.? Before 10. I will chase you out. At my own house, <laughs> I will chase you out. <laughs> before 10, there's someone in my house. So in the space of 10 to 11, those are my free days, then I'm just in the house. Before In the space of 10 to 11, someone else will come. Or I will receive a call. Bro, are you in the house? Yeah, okay, I'm coming up. Then, before you know it, I don't. most of the time I don't have privacy in my house. I want to sleep. I want to have a nap. Oh, my God. You can't, you know. Someone will just knock at your door. Nigga, wake up. What you up to? We go here, we go here. You get so I try my very best, my very best to make sure I balance everything. Even with the many friends, I will still make sure I create time for me to write my music, time to do my activities. You know, if it is going to play football, I go. I know the time, you know. And then I love playing pool. I just go to the pool table where there's a pool table. I just go chill with friends, you know, make stories, you know, get more ideas with life. How do you things. manage to keep up with all these friends? Because I feel like to get to a point where you lose track of your friends, you don't lose track. No. You you basically keep believe, in touch. I believe I believe I'm a, a good friend to so many people so there's no time i can go like uh two three weeks without checking up on my friend i don't know the distance that you are if you call yourself my friend then we can't go like i think weeks. i'm a terrible friend officially <laughs> you can live your life for one month i'm yeah. chilling on my own you know, and but we're still friends you know yeah mm-hmm. of course that exists too and it makes sense because everyone might not have the time that you have you know you might be busy i might be free you never get you know friend drama or friend troubles but you know sometimes we girls can be so jealous and this is it my friend is a friend to my friend your friend is a friend to your friend yes so you snatch people's friends no 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 this is what <laughs> happen if i make a new friend and you come into my circle of friends you have to meet my other friends you get so you knowing me means you're going to know someone else it is so obvious if you're going to chill you're going to like half time hang out together promise me you're going i promise you you're going to make new friends because i'm not this guy who is always going to be alone just because you're my friend you ah, it is just two of us nah <laughs> that's really nice <laughs> so okay um we had crazy lady experiences in this country or even back at home since but i feel like every single time i walk around you there's always a woman somewhere <laughs> No, at least five. At least five. No, no. Okay, fine. We we still we still know how to like go about our businesses. You guys don't cross that line. Mm -mm. You don't cross the line. Nah, I have never like never ever ever had an issue with any lady. Like uh, been friends, dating and all that. No, actually talk to all my exes. And they're so cool with that. We are all good. People believe when you're not with your ex. That's all. No. Delete block. I I don't believe in that. If you if you block me, if I if I have my ways to meet you again, you know. I will ask you why you did that because I believe people take these dating stuffs as as if it is a do or die affair where you know deep down it is also supposed to be a moment where you tend to learn about life. So you, you know. learn from your dating experience. Yeah. So what's your dating life like? It's not been very good, you know, because okay, the last relationship I had wasn't so good. You know, it was just out of nowhere I came to an end. Just like that. And it's just like that, yeah. What happened? Oh my god, I cheated. Again. <laughs> Again, again. <laughs> no, okay. Honestly, I'm not proud of. I'm not proud about this, but I, man, God, please come through. It was one of those moments. I, I just like being myself. I just like saying what is right and what is not right. You know. Yes, my girlfriend was far and stuff like that. And then I cheated, and I felt guilty, like really guilty. After cheating. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not before the cheating. No, not before cheating. <laughs> okay. And then this is me trying to be nice, so hoping oh she will just be like, uh-huh, okay, sour. You cheated. There's no problem. Let's continue. Good boy. Hug me. Let it end. Hey, 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 hey. I. 
I felt like, okay, this is your girlfriend. This is someone you should be 110% clean with, whatever the situation might be. So I was feeling really uncomfortable with my cheating situation and stuff like that. So I had to tell her. I don't know, was I don't it a one-time thing? Yeah, it was once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was once. So I told her about it and I was like, yo, this is what happened and stuff like that. And she was like, I want to talk to the chick. Oh my God. You know, this is me being like, I'm trying to tell you what happened, you know. Why do you want to go up to the extent of talking to the chick again? You didn't ask me. You did not even get to know that I did this. Yeah, this is me just telling you. So he was like, maybe you were joking and maybe you're just trying to make up a story. I'm like, okay, fine. To me, I am clean between me and God. Yeah. So whatever you want to believe right now, it's okay. If you think I'm joking... I'm just here trying to confess to let you know, you get, I messed up and I'm sorry about that. Because if I confess, I will have that fear of doing it next time, you get. If I hide it, it will be an issue next time. Next time I will do it freely because the last time was very successful, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. <laughs> So wait, if you get a wife in court, since you're looking for a wife, and like, would you cheat again, or you'd I, have I, good I, self-control? I don't think I will cheat because my my first mistake of cheating was not nice. The second one was not nice. Then the last one was not nice. So it's three times. Three times. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> three times. Are you sure you'd still get wife material on this podcast with this cheating we, story? Wife material. Wife material. I'll stay at home more. I mean, I want to so work. you go look for her at home? Of course. I, I don't even need to look for her at home. Do you have them plenty? Okay. Not plenty. Uh, oh, I have lots of friends. Lots of male friends. and female friends. But, but then, more female friends. Can you just stop insisting about No, like it's, you were the one that said you have 55%. Yeah, 55. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so that does not mean my wife is among those 55%. Oh, really? So you're going to go look for more percentage to add to the list? No, no, no I'm not adding any more percentage. <laughs> I know her. You already know she, who she is? Yes. Okay. Whoever you are, if you listen <laughs> to this podcast, tell him to get you the ring soon. You know, you need assurance. Real assurance. Assurance. Well, you know assurance some guys put you. a ring on your finger and just disappear. I mean, if I'm not ready, I'm not giving you any ring. If I don't have enough money, I'm not buying you ring. You want you want my wife to be looking like a farmer. <laughs> no. Okay, <spec>. <laughs> So um, besides your music, um, hustling in general, how has it been? You know, being the plugs plug, you know, doing all mm. that stuff. How is the hustling been? Been the fresh, the fresh samba baby. Okay. You know, <laughs> you come up. Mm-hmm. It's been very hectic. Twenty twenty just put everything on hold, you know, because like the basic things you do and the basic activities you run around, get your one two done, and you get some pays. Like everything just stopped. You get you know it's just for you to survive. You know it's just been hectic. Not only on my musical career and stuff, like every other activities that I do. So it becomes very hard. So how do you manage to put your head above the water? How do you manage to you know survive and keep it moving? It's been God. It's been friends. So that's why I tell you, friends, friends. My friends are. I have very good friends. And glory be to God. Now everyone is blessed with good friends. Friends that write for you. You know. So it's been friends. Sometimes you come through for me. Sometimes I come through for you, and we survive. Okay. So as we wrap this up. Who is your favorite musician? Don't say you. Say somewhere else. <laughs> Man, I am my favorite artist. You don't listen to other guys? Like other I listen artists? to every kind said, of music. Yeah, okay, so who do you like? I like everyone. Have you like everyone? Everyone. So are you working on something new currently? Yes, I'm working on something very, very big. Okay. Yeah, everyone, you better, you better, you better like watch out for this because it's something that is going to, to be for everyone and for anyone. Okay. You know? It is called uh, oh, don't don't use this name in a bad way. Okay. It is called Tinty. It's supposed to be one Tinty, you know. So I've just decided to make it short and 
easy for anyone to get through it. So you guys heard it here first on the Classic Overdrive podcast. Mm-hmm. Expect new music from Melvino. Mm-hmm. Fresh. <laughs> okay. You know, it's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. I'll be giving me love 120. I say, I give them 10 shit, they 120. Anytime you come, me won't feel me. I say, marinate speed 120. Say, I like the way that you look, you know. I like the way that you move, my baby girl. I like the thing that you rock, you know. Baby girl, my wow. Hey! Samba! Okay! You just gave you guys some buzz here for you guys. Uh, this, is for, this is for this post. For this post? Oh my god. My listeners. My special you people. Are, you guys are just good. You guys are no. awesome. So guys, yes, that is it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Being it? Is there anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up this episode? Man, I want to say thank you. Thank you for the time. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all my Muslim brothers and sisters and anyone going uh taking this fasting this ramadan fasting we want to say alhamdulillah for our lives and for everything we are doing and we pray that god will answer our prayers guys don't forget to check out all this basket on instagram you can also curate your own gift and it's basically on a budget so elvino can you give us a song for this week yes i can can we rock it now no later you want to sing now <laughs> i was born ready baby okay so what's your favorite song Speak my some favorite buzz. song mm-hmm. anything where them they do na film trick but we give them their reality like kingpin now we no get time to do their ring ring because we get them for here like 450 baby come be my hero because you know go they borrow you go be one and only robot samba okay guys <laughs> Of the song, Man, I have lots of songs. I'm gonna forget this one. What's this the title one? of this one? This one is called, it's called uh, Dripping. Dripping, guys. Baby, I'm dripping it's, from Lagos down to Malaysia. Is it on YouTube? Not yet. Is it on different platforms? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What platforms? Where can okay. we find your music? You can find my music on iTunes. You can find my music on YouTube, yes. Nigelloaded.com and Audio Mac. I think he joined Audio, Audio Mac, Mac yeah. recently. Audio I Mac, saw yeah. you there. Okay, guys. Guys, do not forget to check out his music on different music platforms. And he has new music coming up. So, do you have anyone you want to give a shout out to? Man, shout out to my brothers. Shout out to my sisters. Shout out to Bonte. Shout out to... <laughs> Shout out to you yourself. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Shout out to all my fans mm-hmm. all over the world. Thank you guys are special. You guys are loved. I love you guys and I love how you love me. Aww. And I want more of this love. <laughs> and shout out to Sylvia. Oh, Sylvia. Now, there's another tea coming up. Huh? Sylvia is my girlfriend. Wait a minute. And you're still <laughs> looking for a wife. Now I'm confused. And you're still looking for a wife. Okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed recording this episode. So, guys, if you want to be a guest on this show or you want to be a co-host with me, all you have to do is send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform you find the Classic Overdrive podcast. You can send me a message on WhatsApp at plus two. 254-779-327-885 you can also send me an email to classicoverdrive at gmail.com you can also find me on instagram at the classic overdrive podcast yes guys that is it for this week don't forget to stay safe wash your hands wear a mask and bye bye guys <laughs>